Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Heart 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, welcoming you once again to another one of our Dragon's Demand run-through. You know, before we begin, as always, I like to remind everyone how they can get in touch with the show if they want to reach out to myself or the other hard slingers. As always, you could head on over to RollTheHard20Podcast.com, which is our website. We've got a lot of cool things. You can see pictures and portraits of the hard slingers, and you could download other episodes or previous episodes from our other adventure paths. Um, don't forget to follow us on any one of our social media footprints, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Also, if you'd like to help support the show, there's a couple ways you can go about doing it. First and foremost is our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast. We've got a few incentive tiers there, so you know check them out at the different intervals. Uh, as always, you know the lowest one is a dollar. For as little as a dollar a month, we're practically giving it away. Also, second and most important is tell a friend or a family member if you are enjoying this show. Remember, we've got all kinds of different adventure paths that we've ran in the past. Riders on the Storm. Carrion Crown, Sinister Secret of Salt Marsh. We've even got a bunch of Delta Greens up on the website as well, or you could download it from Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, our favorite Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. I love those platforms. They're just they're just amazing. You know, um, we are still looking at other things that we want to put together on the horizons. I think that uh, we we actually started talking a little bit about that on the previous episode of the Hard Slingers panel. And if there's anything that you would like to see us run or listen to us run, because obviously we're an audio podcast first, but you can find us on YouTube at Roll the Hard 20. Um, subscribe to us and go ahead and click that little uh, notification button so you never miss one of our episodes. Anyways, getting back to it, we did describe on our Hard Slinger panel. Uh, a few of the different things that we want to try to accomplish this year and we do want to try to run some alternative adventure paths like I said your feedback is always always wanted and important to us so think on that for a little bit and let us know if there's anything that comes to mind that you would like to hear myself and the other hard slingers run for you because like I said I've got all kinds of adventure paths and I guess that about sums it up. So let's uh, warm up our dice and top off our glass as Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents episode 13 of our Dragons to Band run through. Lucky at number 13. the uh, or updated this system the uh, zoom and the interface is a little different now everyone looks really clear today who do you clear? like that huh yeah who looks clear everyone looks like super clear like crystal clear it's like 4k I wonder if that has anything to do with the update probably not I don't know I don't care but we're here. Yeah. While well, you were away. So, is everybody ready? Uh, just one second. I need to turn onto a certain page. Oh, shit. Forgot a log strike. Uh, like in Sleepy Strike. No, it should be Flint Half Mast. 
<laughs> we do flint half mast. Well, don't bore me with your zombiness. Just one second. Sorry. Just waiting on you. I Always. Know. Always. Because yeah. you're so worth the wait. Best things Eight, are worth waiting for. for this. <laughs> Best <laughs> things are worth waiting for. So does everybody still have the map that I sent them last time? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's in our uh, Discord thing yeah. as well. Yep, I got it. Uh, Looks okay. good. Oh, I can't. I can't pin it, but you can pin it if you want, so it's easy for people to reference. How do you pin something like that? Just you mean oh, pin it on the Discord? You mean yeah, just yeah. hit the three dots and or right click it, and you can pin it. Oh, I had no clue you could do that. I didn't. Either. Oh, there's a lot of stuff you can do with Discord. It's soon to become. You can actually you can video chat on Discord. Can you? Oh, you I didn't can. know that. Yep. Yeah, you can. Soon to be a Microsoft product. Is it? Yeah, Microsoft is in talks to purchase Discord for ten billion dollars. Junior, do you have that? Okay, yeah. I just threw it up. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I was looking for it. I couldn't find it. I figured. How do they do this? Yep, it looks good. Okay. All right. Hold on. We took a rest. I I assumed. Short rest. Short rest. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Are you what finally I done? I'm done. Oh. I think Flint took a long. A, Holy a shit! Long, you waited rest. so fucking long. We lost Nick. Circin. He's like, I'm oh. out. Ping him. He's Tell out. him to get back in. He's taking a long rest. There he is. You know what? The way you he... that water leak call you away or what? <laughs> Take a screenshot of that. It, it, with your head off to the side like that, you look like one of those. Um, Candles you find in a Mexican um, <laughs> you know, that has Jesus kind of all the glow. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> they have the tall it, candles with Jesus, and he's kind of like <laughs> the Virgin Mary and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, well, it's awesome. Jesus wants us to continue the dragon's demand. So let's do it. He's so demanding, Jesus. Jesus. Ready? Yes. Ready. Jesus. <laughs> Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Heart 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, and with me, the wide awake, not sleepy, hard slingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, The Dragon's Demand, episode 13. Lucky number 13. Has it been 13? Wow. It is 13. So, when we last visited our heroes, they had just discovered a tunnel that led from the collapsed tower far to the east where it exited out onto a flooded quarry. Bathed in the darkness of night, they discovered a cave at the base of the quarry, guarded by more of those dreaded, dastardly kobolds. Still weakened and injured from their confrontation earlier, they decided to report back to the Baroness Devi. Shocked, the Baroness dispatched the dwarf Griswold to accompany Deputy Hod to the northern region of Issarn in an effort to bring back Sheriff Ben Hovey. There was the briefest of pauses as the four of you stood in the foyer of the Devi Manor past midnight. Every, everyone still just amazed at everything they had seen in this collapsed tower. And she addressed the four of you offering an opportunity that 
would sweeten the deal, netting all of you double what you had just made. And you guys each stood there, bated breath, waiting to hear what she had to say. And she looks at you and she says, but if I were to enlist your skills in driving those filthy bastards out of the region, they are blight on the land and need to be dealt with. And perhaps in all of the commotion, you could ensure that a certain fatality might befall their chieftain. Or leave it up to your discretion how to handle the chieftain's misfortune if you accept this mission. Uh, why, why do you care to exterminate the kobolds from the region? Well, we have known that they've been in the region for some time, living to the east of the town. We, d we didn't think that they were quite as close to us as the quarry and they had never been into the town before. And now after what we discovered, the Hunclay Manor crossed the way, that there were two dead kobolds there. Uh, we realized they are getting closer into the town. And that is a threat that never occurred before. And like you do with any type of infestation with, with insects or rodents, you stomp them out. You exterminate them. The time is up. Um, I <clears throat> I look back to the party and and uh, kind of look to see if people are, are feeling the same way I, the same way I am. Is it, it sounds like a profitable uh, profitable uh, uh, offer that I, I think we should take it. What about you, half elf? What do you say? kind of just uh ponders for a second it's like well yeah i'm in it for the money so why not Let's that's a it. good man you see you got a you got a career in politics ahead of you belheim is always looking for good people help us get the town back to a prosperous state of being again anybody else have any other objections i have one concern did this hear about it a few moments later as, as she's addressing you the door opens and arnold comes back in he just he's watching the four of you and he stands at the by the door kind of folds his arms and he's he's a big dude too but he's young he's like in his mid-20s um i uh look at her uh look at the uh baroness thoughtfully for a moment and then like i'll go over and like uh, stand next to like uh, uh, like a, a, a nightstand in, in the foyer that's got like a candle lit on it, and uh, Warren will kind of like move his hand over near the candle, and as he does so, the flame will start to kind of like dance. And he says, "My concern is, is that we have uh, correspondence among the kobolds that hints." that there may be a dragon behind them. And um, to kind of like signify his point, uh, Warren kind of like pulls his hand back a little bit and Flame actually takes on for a moment the form of like a dragon in flight. And then um, the flame uh, dissipates for a second and then resumes its regular candle um, flicker of light. Oh, do it again, do it again. Shut up Arnold. What is this you talk about, about a dragon? Warren will pull the papers out. 
and will uh, show them to the Baroness. And then he'll uh, actually uh, like show her the specific page where there's a mention of the, what was the dragon's name? Serenax or something like that? A Tipperax. A Tipperax. Um, this here is a dragon that my cousin Tula, believe it or not, if you will. Your cousin Tula. My cousin Tula. Tula Belheim from over 200 years ago. Yes. And, um, How do and you as know I this that... isn't an older correspondence? She was the one responsible for the demise of the Tepperax. And, and you tell me now that you're her cousin as well. I am her cousin. And uh, as, as if to illustrate this point, I will point with the finger that Ooh. actually has the <laughs> the finger that actually has the uh, Belheim signet ring on it. And that was the one that you were within, correct? N no, this is a different ring. So oh. um, as as Warren is actually a Belheim, he would actually have um, a status symbol of that, which for most noble families is a signet ring. Warren, describe for me what this signet ring actually looks like. What is the symbol that is upon this ring? The uh, uh, symbol that is uh, on this ring is actually the family crest of the um, of the uh, Belheim. Um, but in addition to that, there's actually like an almost artistic rendition of uh, what appears to be uh, a lance um, that is running across it, um, not unlike the lance you would imagine of a dragon slayer. She looks at the ring. Now, I am not saying that this this dragon is still here and still a danger. I am saying that this is referenced in this letter, which means that either A, someone is using the dragon's name as a leverage of sorts, or dragon really is here and still alive and dragons are truly fearsome creatures and I would certainly be concerned well she as she looks at the ring she says you know my family comes from Belheim and we were elected after the Belheims faded off and the Devi name has a lot of weight in this town and I have heard of Tula and I have heard of your name and I have heard that she was a great dragon slayer. And there was a tale to be told how she slayed a Tepperax with her mighty dragon warriors. So how old is this correspondence? Is this something that's new? Is it, what did, what did you find the correspondence? You said you found Hunkley under this tower? Under yes. the collapse of the tower, you believed that the old man was Hunkley. Correct? I look to like Flint and Sirkin and Stabby and say, that is my understanding. I have not met him prior. What um, about you, dwarf? You saw the old man as well? We did see him. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to find any source of identification on him. But as you said earlier, we found him in sorcerer robes. Well, did he look recently deceased or had he been there for a long time? Unfortunately, the rubble uh, 
Did not allow us to tell us a accurate time of death. Did you check the liver? What temperature his liver was? Uh, I left my thermometer back up. <laughs> well, take it with you next time. Anyways, well, I would like to hold on to the note, if I may. I would like to converse with my appropriate people and see whether or not they are familiar with any recent activity of a, a Teparax in the in the neighborhood. Are you good with that? I uh, cer- certainly. Uh, these this was found on one of the kobolds that are in your domain. As far as I'm concerned, you're the one who has say over where this letter goes. It came from the kobolds, and they are starting to infest the town of Belheim again. Then it makes it even that much more urgent that you undertake your mission as soon as possible. Now, I know it's very late at night. You're all tired. You probably need some rest. Um, I know that the Vice Piper Inn always has vacancies. She's a horrible hostess. She well, makes that the would most, speak to why she always has vacancies. She makes <laughs> the most god-awful food there, but at least there's a place to rest, and they're always open. So... If we're taking on this task, um, you know, on your at, at your request, um, why can't we stay here for the evening? I prefer you don't sleep. I don't have the hired help sleeping in my house. We don't care about hired help. You're you're about to send us off on on a very dangerous mission where we could possibly all lose our lives. Warren puts his hand down on Stubby's head as he continues to talk, and then actually like motions his head to look up at Warren and Warren looks down at him. No, you don't understand. We are the hired help. Well, you all have a good night. I'm going to wake up my confidants and we'll go over every aspect of the note and see if there's any further action that needs to be done. Have a good evening. And as she walks away, she actually puts her hand over the flame that you had originally Mm -hmm. were dallying with and, and snuffs it out leaving like the foyer more in deeper shadows at this point where it it starts to get cold and quiet and you can still hear the breathing of Arnold uh, at the door behind you. And he says, well, you know how to get back to the wise Piper in. Yeah. I look at uh, Flint and Sarkin and Stabby. Yeah, we we are uh, familiar enough to make our way back. Well, tell Talia I said hi, and we'll see her again soon. By the way, Dwarf, your friend gave me this to give to you. And he holds out his hand towards you, Flint, and he hands you a, uh, like a small woven pouch. He said you, you would need this later on that uh, perhaps it might be useful. Okay. And he opens up the door and basically saying, good night, time to leave. I'll uh, place the little pouch into my satchel. Okay, make a, uh, make a perception check as you do so. Perception, 11. 11, you hear a slight jingle when you do it, but it, it doesn't sound familiar to you. Okay. 
Well, as we get on the road, night. I'll check it later. Get out. We leave. Yeah. Warren will 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 usher everyone out. Closes the door. You now stand on the front porch of this large manor. Lights inside are completely dark at this point. You can see that there's still a little bit of the quarter moon hanging in the sky. It's probably close to one in the morning at this time. Now you know that to the west, across that uh, across that river, is where the town proper is. So in order to get back over there, you'd have to go towards the old quarry road and cross the bridge, and that'll take you past that graveyard that was on the on the right hand side that brought you up to the manor. Head north and then west. Yeah, head north and then to the west. And then okay. basically just follow the trail back the way you originally came when you left the Wise Piper in to go to this uh, collapsed tower when it was still smoke and ruins in the air. Wise Piper was pretty close to the stables that we first came. What was it number five? Yeah. It's number four. Number four? I can't. I think it's four. No, yes. four is the barn that we burnt down, isn't it? No, no. that's uh, 17. <laughs> you almost burned down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's seventeen. Four is the wise piper in. Oh, okay. yeah, so we sh- we should we should head that way. Get some rest. I'm I'm still kind of Messed irritated up. by the exchange <laughs> with with the baroness, um, but but I look at the rest of the the group and say, you know, I, I guys, I I'm uh, I feel like we're um, about to become dragon fodder. Uh, well, I'm, not, then, I'm not really um I, I question her motivations but you know what i'm in it for some coin so let's give it a shot but i, I think we need to get some rest and um i, I would really like to uh, before we set out out of the town is uh run through hunclay's residence close to the tower see if we can find anything that that might aid us in our journey that would actually be a very wise call i am if we keep our wits about us, I do not believe we will be dragon fodder. But we still need to keep our wits about us. So, Warren, I get... don't. Warren, I don't believe that she's telling us the whole story. Oh, she's a noble. I can tell you from experience that they almost never tell the whole story. Yeah. Circa, uh, maybe we should uh, stop at the butcher and get a few scraps of meat just in case. To we do run into a dragon. Circa, describe for me what you're going to do. How you're gonna get to where you're going? What you're gonna do? Do you have the map up, by the way? Can you see the map? Yeah, I do. Um, sorry, my internet was kind of cutting out a little bit. What, what was the plan? What were we trying to do? We were he played it off really well. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a still frame. <laughs> so I, I look to Sirkin and, and tell him that um, you know we have a that we're gonna go to the Wise Piper Inn. We're gonna get some rest. Uh, Flint, um, you know, wants to get some uh, dragon snacks for our journey, but I, I, I think we're all in agreement that we should uh, get get some rest. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, I would just like to, I guess, lead the pack and because I'm familiar with where we're going, just back to the inn uh, at number four, right? And yes, you got it. Real quick, Brian, before we get to the end, I just want to clarify. So we were paid what broke down to 100 gold each by the Baroness, correct? Originally. 
okay. to go to well the other guys got that money to go into the tower and find out what caused the collapse of it oh well no but she gave us a bag of gold at the end which was 500 gold so yeah between the five of us right it was okay. 500 gold yes okay and uh and then she just said that she would double that money for each of you and she gave griswold uh 200 gold pieces to accompany deputy hod to go and retrieve sheriff ben hovey um, was but additionally you said that you were each able to pick up about 200 coins out of the treasury yeah so assuming that's 200 gold plus the 100 that she just gave you so you're up 300 gold right now okay i just wanted to make sure accounting was yeah, and she doesn't know anything about that. So all, all you know is that she gave you the 100 GP. Mm -hmm. But you, whatever you guys were able to to sock away and stash. So I'm sure like as you guys are shuffling in the <laughs> foyer, it's ching, 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 ching. Don't mind that, it's chain mail. <laughs> <laughs> Can you break 100? Um, as you guys start making your way down the Griffin Hill Road that brought you up to the manor, you are paralleling the water as you try to make your uh, as you do make your way towards the old quarry road and on the other side of the water where the, you could see some of the residences and some of the businesses you hear like a an occasional uh like a banging of steel against steel almost like a, a hammer falling of some kind um and it's it's intermittent it's not consistent so so it's not like a blacksmith's hammer? Uh, it's hard to tell from where you guys... Go ahead and make a perception check. Stebby? 12 for Flint. Oh. I rolled a 19. 19? Flint? 12. 12? Warren? I rolled a 5. five. I want to go to bed. Sirkin? 4. I'm 4. Tired. So fatigue is setting in on all of you, but Stubby being the uh the tiny little rogue that you are and having known what it's like uh to get in places you probably weren't supposed to be and see and hear things it does sound like somebody is striking metal with a hammer but you the hammer seems very small it doesn't sound like a large like a blacksmith hammer um where, where are we at have we uh, crossed the bridge yet not yet you guys are right about right next to number 25 which is that uh residence that's adjacent to the cemetery and i will put this map up on the uh when i post the show so everyone can kind of take a look at where all the numbers are and see where all the residences are so you could say oh yeah that's that 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 so can, can i tell if that that sound is coming from uh the building next to the graveyard uh it is not it's coming from on the other side of the water Okay. All right. So I, I look at the, the group and, and uh, first I I answer Warren's question um, if it was a blacksmith. And I say, I tell him, I, I can't really tell uh, if it's a blacksmith. It, it does sound like a metal hammer against some sort of metal, but not what you would expect to hear from a large blacksmith hammer. It sounds much smaller. You know what? It sounds like regular townsfolk stuff. I want to go to bed. I concur. We should make our way to the uh, Wise Piper Inn. Postmates. Okay. Postmates it? 
post haste. Oh, post haste. Are we post mating it? All right. Okay, use a little. Let's grub. Uber this shit. <laughs> so you guys make it to the old quarry road, cross the bridge that leads to the west. You guys are on the road, this dirt road that basically leads through the southern part of town and it kind of skirts the the what is the name of this river it's called the Venduran Fork River and as you guys pass the first uh, building on the south number 23 that's where you hear this intermittent banging ting 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 and then it fades and stops you guys keep walking heading towards the wise piper in then from behind you could hear occasionally hear it ting 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 and you do see like a small little flicker of a light inside probably a candle of some type eventually you pass the uh the stables and then you stand before the wise piper in again it's like two something in the morning right uh it's probably like 1 30. If even that, yeah, it was about one when you left the the manor, and so we beat last call, right? <laughs> I don't think they really have a last call. They're not too worried about people uh, driving horses hammered or whatnot. <laughs> so, uh, but the door is closed. You do see that there are still a few uh, sources of light emanating from within. All right, so walk outside. up to. What's that? Uh, let's just go inside see if we can find uh, the maiden. Okay. You open the door and you see that at this time of morning, uh, all the tables are empty. You see that there are a few candles hanging from the wall that are lit. And you see that this large hearth that was roaring earlier yesterday is just dull embers giving off this soft glow that just really makes the shadows long and wavy. A few moments later, you see uh, Talia come from one of the back rooms. And she looks at the four of you and she says, well, I didn't expect to see you back ever, really. Uh, you guys went into the tower without a second thought because, because the Baroness asked you to go in. Were you guys so mindless of your own safety? You just do what somebody says to do because they offer you coin warren uh stepped forward and looks at the other three and says yes are you so mindless and uh who is this uh, where's griswold where's the other dwarf he traded a dwarf for this i look at her and give her a very uh disapproving look and she what looks is at this? you and, what do you want the kitchen's closed Frankly, and I will hold up a, a gold coin between uh, my two fingers in front of her. Frankly, I just want a room. Well, that'll be fine. I have two vacancies. You guys can split them however you want. She takes your gold coin, goes behind the counter, comes out with two bronze keys and hands them to you. Second floor, room 201 and 202. The kitchen will open at seven o'clock in the morning. I nod and take the key and then wander upstairs. Okay. Yeah. 
Continental breakfast? <laughs> Full menu. Full menu. Ooh. I'll, I'll take the other key and I thank Talia, um, you know, for her um, hospitality and uh, make our way upstairs. So you see that you go upstairs, there's 201, 202, 3, 4, 5, you know, there's six rooms. You guys have the 201 and 202. You hear the floorboards creaking as you guys make your way up the stairs, stand in front of your rooms. Uh, I'll open the door to 202 and look inside and see how the room is uh, uh, laid out. You see as you open up the door, before you is a window on the far wall. There is a, almost looks like a full-size bed to the right. There's a makeshift dresser against the left wall. And that's it. It's very, uh, it lacks any of the charm of, of some of the places you might have stolen from in your past. <laughs> who says, who says uh, that I've stolen anything? <laughs> We're looking um, behind the curtain. Here. Yeah. All right. So I, I look at the uh, I look at Circin um, uh, and and uh, Flint and said, "Who who wants to bunk with me?" I don't well, matter. I'm just bed. tired. I'll yeah, sleep on the floor. Just give me a blanket. If you would like the bed, you can have it. Steady's little. You you could fit him in there. Warren <laughs> opens up one room and just closes the door, leaving you three together. Actually, that's exactly <laughs> what Warren does. Like, he just goes into the other room. He, he doesn't like slam the door closed, but he like just goes in. There is no like uh, there's no pretense of like anyone you know sharing a room with him or anything. He just goes in and then settles himself. <laughs> so I take off my sock and um, I reach into my bag and pull out a bar of soap and I place it inside the sock. Oh. And I make my way over to your room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to beat the hell out of you with this <laughs> soap and sock. <laughs> um, so, okay. I, I look at uh, Flint and, and Sirkin and say, look, it, it's clear, guys, we're on our own that Warren's too good for us, that he wants to be in his own room. Um, I'll sleep on the floor. I don't care if you two would like to bunk up. And I I, I make my way. I hand the key to Flint or Sirkin. <laughs> spoon in. <laughs> who, who wants to be the little spoon? <laughs> <laughs> Warren didn't like slam the door closed or anything. He just walked into a room without any preamble. He just walked into the other room. The door yeah. is still open. He's not so, quite that much of an asshole. <laughs> so Warren, before bed, what do you do before you finally turn out the light? Is there anything that you go through or anything uh honestly probably not specifically warren probably takes off like his um you know outer coat and makes him up the note that he's going to have to purchase at least some clothes aside from what he was stuck on stuck in for 200 years in the ring um and uh will you see him probably like Anyone who would be looking would probably just see him like standing and, and looking at the, the, the lone window for probably like a maybe a solid five minutes without doing anything before like actually like settling down for bed. And sleep finds you fast. Once you finally succumb to laying down, boom, you're yeah. done. So maybe Stubby, what happens when you go to sleep when you can actually tell that time is passing. Yeah. <laughs> Stubby, you are on the floor. You watch as your two comrades get into bed. 
what are your thoughts as far as like what's what you're going to be doing i mean the baroness has has told you guys that she wants you guys to go to this lair eliminate the cabal threat and the chieftain and then report back now you said you wanted to go to hung clay's manor as well yes okay yeah i i i, I would like to investigate <clears throat> that manner to see if uh, it holds any clues as to what we're about to embark upon. Okay. Do either of uh, Flint or Circa, do you guys want to do anything before you rock out? Or um, I would just like to light a few incense and say a prayer and hope that uh, everything goes well tomorrow as, you know, part of my regular ritual. Circa, did you freeze again? Sirkin, what would uh, uh, <laughs> Sirkin would just uh, lay in bed and just kind of daydream about what he's going to do with all the money once he kills all these kabolts. Once he kills everybody, once he commits murder, we're going to figure out how to spend the spoils. So eventually, sleep finds everybody. The morning rolls in. You guys feel very refreshed, very invigorated. You could smell the wafts of cooking emanating from downstairs sun is already smell like adequate cooking it does it actually smells really good just because it smells good doesn't mean it always tastes good (laughs) (laughs) so now that we're on a fresh day what is it you guys would like to accomplish in this town or what would you like to do uh I, I would, before we uh, head up to Enclad, I'd like to talk to some of the town folk. Just kind okay. of get kind of a recon information gathering. Okay. Put on the glasses, the goggles. Do it. Okay. After so you guys uh, doing some investigation, Flint actually wants to see if he can uh, pick up a few supplies from maybe a few of the shops that are nearby. Okay. So I imagine all of you guys get dressed and start heading downstairs and you see uh, Talia make her way to the bottom of the stairs as you guys start coming down. And she says, well, good morning, men. Care for a bite to eat before you head on the road or perhaps a, a bite for the road? What, what, what can I do for you, gentlemen? Oh, well, I definitely would like some food. Thank you very much. Yeah, after to, a battle to go. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you trying to get rid of us, lady? <laughs> well, will you be having it here? Uh, please. What okay. What time is it? It's probably like about 9.15. I, I think that uh, I, I look at Warren and say, um, I understand that you would like to eat it here. However, it's getting late in the morning. And I, I think that... Uh, we have a busy day ahead of us. We we should get our food to go. You do make a point. A busy day. Where where are you for going? Are you staying in town? Are you leaving? Uh, do I need to keep your rooms on tab? Uh, um, what can I do for? What's so what's tell you, we, we we'll pay uh, per night. We're not sure that we'll be back this evening. Um, I know you you don't much approve of us uh, helping or or doing the Baroness's bidding. 
However, she has uh, made a monetary offer that we just can't refuse. And uh, we had to, um, you know, determine what further why the, the kobolds are in the town at, at her request. I, I just had a lot of bad run-ins with the Baroness. The taxes here, and it's it's very difficult for a single individual to to pros to prosper in this town. Um, but she's really got us by the short and curlies here. So I I um, <clears throat> I, I said, uh, what do you mean um, that short and curlies? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do we really need to read between the lines there? <laughs> it's, it's clear. It's clear to me, um, Talia, that that you don't much like the Baroness. But um, I'm curious of of what is it that you don't like about her? Has has she other than the taxes? Is there something else that that we should know about the Baroness? I I apologize. I I spoke too soon and I spoke out of turn. I I shouldn't have said so much. Um, please go ahead and. Uh, I, uh, sorry, I just got a notice from, from Nick's having trouble right now. Um, I, uh, I shouldn't have said anything. Um, please go ahead and have a seat and I'll send a waiter over your way. I've got to go handle some of the books and she disappears and she's already, she indicated the table that was closest to the exit. Okay. Um, so I guess Put our order in and take it to go. Yeah, let's let's order and and figure out what we're gonna. Um, are there any menus around? <laughs> They're just placards. They yeah. just have you see like it says breakfast and it's got like four things on there like the junior eggs, grand slam. eggs and bacon, <laughs> eggs and ham, huevos con chorizo. Uh, all uh, right, <laughs> we got and options the, here and llama hoof. You know. <laughs> Uh, I would just like to order um, some ham and and eggs. Okay. I like to try their webbles and chorizo. Okay. <laughs> so they, the waiter takes your order, eventually comes and just it's just a large platter of like a like a one of those batana platters. It's got a bunch of eggs that are scrambled, a bunch of different meats and stuff, some spices, and here you go. Wipes off his forehead, you know moves Into on the food <laughs> pretty much um so you guys get your fill okay uh, do we see talia anymore no she... she's she's gone she's somewhere in a back room somewhere so i i looked to uh flint and i said did you did you get kind of the same feeling i did that she she didn't really want to talk to us that there was something more that she wanted to tell us but didn't feel comfortable talking to us Either that or our presence is making her unsettled. I mean, it's a little hard to tell at this point. Okay. But I'm with you. And I'm, I'm definitely smelling what you're, you're stepping in. Okay. So I just, I make note that something seems kind of off with her that, that may, we may want to have a discussion with her at a later point. Um, I walk out the front door just to get some fresh air and stretch my legs and then wait to see what the rest of the uh, wait for the rest of the group. Okay. As they're finishing up what they're doing, you notice from uh, coming from that to the west along the Canticleer Road, 
you see one of the uh, one of the deputies that you had seen at the collapsed tower, Deputy Mule, and he's walking towards you, Stubby. And he <clears throat> flexes out his chest a little. He looks kind of a goofy man, kind of string beanish, sparse beard and whatnot. He says, well, I remember you from the collapsed tower. I, I want to thank you for, for helping us figure out what happened in there. Uh, what, what's your plans today, youngster? Um, we're, we're, um, we're continuing to investigate, uh, why, why kobolds are here in town. Uh, the Baroness has, has asked us to, um, eradicate the, uh, infestation as Ooh, it were. Ooh, God damn. You, you're uh, going to go take out the kobolds? We are. Um, and I asked him, I said, what, what is your interest in, in our, um, our efforts here? Well, right now I'm, I'm acting sheriff until Ben Hovey comes back. And with, with Hod being gone, she's, yeah, I, I, I outranked her anyways, but, uh, yeah, I'm running this here town now. And, uh, I got to nose the whereabouts of what you all are doing. So, uh, if there's anything you need, well, you need Actually, to know anything. Please ask. Have a, a question. Do you Whoa, have look a, at you coming out of the door all fast and hot like that. Do you have an accurate map of this region, something a little bit more than just the town proper? Well, not not really. I mean, I, I could kind of try to draw you something, but and he reaches down in the in the dirty. You want me to draw you something in the dirt here? Or what what you no, all, no, what no, you no. want me to do? I mean, the town Simply, only goes so far to the north before it starts running into the uh, into the forest. And then, no, I understand. I had just assumed that a town that has been around for so long would have something a little bit more established on paper as to what was what and where it was. Well, well, once upon a time we did back when we was selling limestone like it was rain falling from the sky until you know the quarry got flooded over and then that's when hard times fell on us but that was long before i was born i was basically born into this town but i mean we get by we get by really well i mean is this something you're looking for i, I know that town like the back of my hand uh sheriff is there is there some place we can get some supplies in town oh, there's all kinds of places what, what kind of supplies are you looking for uh, we're looking for uh, some some food. We got a um, apothecary. We got a general store. We got we got tavern. I mean, I don't know if you're looking for any kind of booze. We got uh, all kinds of stuff. You want to go pray? We got temples, blacksmiths. My apothecary. Well, who are you? Oh, I is. <laughs> I am Flint. <laughs> <laughs> I is Flint. <laughs> What are you looking for, Flint? I'm looking for an apothecary. I don't think I pronounced that right. Yeah. Apothecary. <laughs> the the apothecary, that, that's not too far away from where we are right now. He kind of turns to the west. He says, you see that building with the giant number five on the roof? <laughs> oh, yes. Perfect. Yes. It's literally about 25 feet and across the road. That right there, that's... Just talk to Zenme. Zenman? Is that what you said? Sorry. Zemne. 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 It's Zemne's. Yeah, he's a he's a nice guy. 
right. And then uh, one other question. Uh, general store, where we might be able to pick up a few supplies, where would that might be located? Just adjacent to it or? or? Uh, it's a little further back, a um, little more west along the same road, but right behind it. Does it have a street number? Number nine. Number nine. All right. Makes it easier for the postal unit to come through here. The Pony Express? Uh, yeah, just, just talk <laughs> to Tymek. He runs the place. Is that the guy from The Last Dragon? What? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sleep very well. My apologies. But, uh, yeah, y'all let me know if you, you need any information about anything. We, you know, I, I was told to try to help out and, and keep an eye on all you. You let know, to assist you, you where I can. Let me ask you this. When we were exploring the ruins of the tower, we ultimately found ourselves spilling out into a quarry. Where in relation to the town would that be? Oh, sheesh. That's roughly about 2,000 yards to the east. Yeah, way, way far. out there, way past the, the tree line where the uh, the old quarry road once went. It went out there, but because uh, there's no reason for us to go out there and get the limestone no more, the, the growth has really choked up that road. So we just let it choke it up, choke the shit out of it, because they ain't got no reason to go out there no more. Mm. Um, I, ha I have one additional question for you, Sheriff. Um, Yo. The, <laughs> to the uh, east um, on Old Quarry Road, where Canticleur Road um, goes across the, the bridge and, and turns into Old Quarry Road, just before you, you, the, there's a building uh, right side. What, what is that uh, building? Could you repeat that, please? Y'all kinds of broke up there, little man. The building, um, the last building before you reach the the uh, the bridge as you're headed towards the uh, the Baroness's estate. What 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 is that building? Oh, that, that's that's Devlin's devices. He's some old crazy man. He's uh, he's always tinkering away all hours of the night, banging on shit all night long. Okay, but he's he's a nice guy. You know what he sells there? I've never, I never bought anything, but far as he, he can make just about anything you need. I mean, he make your necklace, make your uh, an eye seeing glass, he make you an appendage if you need to. He's got a, he's always wonking away in there with his little hammer all night long. Okay, uh, but thank he's you, a, sure. yeah, and he never made me anything that I needed, so I. I just, I never went in there, but he's, he's a nice guy. He likes to go into gray hands every now and then, uh, catch him in there after hours. Gray hands? It's a tavern. Another and, tavern in the town. Well, I think it's the only tavern in the town, unless you know of another one that got built last night. Versus the inn, which is where we are. Yeah, my my mistake. I, I apologize. Again, I, I haven't. It is, a, it is a little bit of a gray area on occasion. <laughs> Oh, it's a gray hands. <laughs> Where is that tavern located, Sheriff? Well, that's a, that's a little deeper into the center of town. Uh, 
you got to go up the uh, the main road that leads towards the forest to the north. Um, be honest, we never named the road because the town proper was always back this way. But as the town grew, it grew north, and it just turned in from a, a horse trail into people building buildings out the side of the trail. I mean, who knows what the Bellhams were thinking hundreds of years ago? I don't know. I never thought much about it. But it's uh it's midways up that road on the right hand side. Okay. Right. Is Can there miss. a street street number we should be looking for? Well the postal annex usually goes by number thirty-five. Good to know. Well, I looked at um, everyone else in the group. Uh, I would like to visit Mr. Tymac and the uh, uh, general store. Okay. okay. I'm okay with that. I mean, those are rounds I want to make anyways. Sirkin, is there any place you would like to visit or someplace you want to go? Um, I think Sirkin would like to try to go to the blacksmith if that possible, but now the blacksmith. Right Let's see. Is there? Uh, Got to take a moment here to look to see where the blacksmith was at. I may have to get back to you on the blacksmith, young man. <laughs> this town don't, don't have no blacksmith. <laughs> no, actually, that would. Uh, that would be. Uh, Bacchus Smithies. Bacchus Smithies. What number would that be? Oh, we deliver mail to number 16. That's that's his place right there. Yeah, Bacchus, he, he's a crazy coot. Um, he's one of them half orcs. So, uh, be real quiet and cool when you talk to him, though. Okay, we'll do. And by the way, you should know that even though his store may be open, he may not always be in there. He spends a lot of time down at the Grey Hands, along with uh, a lot of our town's drunks. So, just so you know. All right, thanks for the notice. No problem. Okay, shall we uh, make our way to the general store? Uh, you tell me. Yeah, let's I'd do say it. general store is a good start. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you guys go to one of the furthest buildings to the west. You see that they've got all kinds of odd things hanging in the windows. And the windows are got that grime around the corners, so it makes them look almost ovalish. You see there's all kinds of salted meats hanging in there. There's different gourds and fruits and pouches and stuff. And this is just what you see through the window. You see the door is wide open, trying to let some of the early morning cool air get into the into the building before uh, it starts to get a little too hot. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll go inside. Okay. And... Uh get a kind of a better look of, of what else is inside the uh, general store. You see, there's all kinds of shelves along the walls. You see that there's a, uh, two of the cabinet displays in the middle and they have all kinds of things. They've got stuff from like 
daggers to to pants to vests you see along the walls are like bull whips and uh just these rickety looking crossbow type things you see that there's uh, hard tack food along the along the tops of the counters and stuff you see vegetables that look like they've been dried in of some fashion and after a few moments you see this jovial short bald man come out and well look at who we got here we got us some new faces how's it going boys what can i do for you uh top of the morning to you sir Ah, top of the morning he wipes his hand on his apron name's casper what can i do for you uh, Casper, I'm looking for some provisions. Um, do you, I'd like to purchase some of your hard tack. Sure, no problem. You want to buy the pound or you, you want to buy the, buy the pouch? You tell me how you want it, young man. Um, I, I'll just, uh, buy, buy, uh, three pouches of it. All right, no problem. Uh, 12 silver. Okay. I'll hand 12 silver over to him. And, right. uh, you don't need me to wrap it, do you? No, you don't need to wrap it. Uh, you're a sport. <laughs> you know, um, I, I got to tell you, it's been a long time since I've uh, I've seen some new people around the town, and it's really refreshing to, to see that. It makes me feel maybe the town's starting to come alive again. <laughs> why, why do you believe that this uh, this town is, is, has been so dead, so to speak? What, what is it that... Uh, makes this town really kind of, uh, I'll call it, uh, not very prosperous. Give me a, uh, a, di a diplomatic, a diplomacy role. Persuasion. Persuasion, sorry. I'm gonna get my uh, three, I five would, rules I right would, I would actually like to assist and say, um, it is curious that you uh, say that. Um, I've heard conflicting We've heard uh, conflicting statements on that from a number of people. I'd be most interested in your opinion. Really? Well, they try and to make so that roll, young man. <laughs> I am I am assisting Stabby, which means that if Stabby wants to roll, then he gets advantage. So I rolled, I rolled a one, but as a halfling, I have luck, so I get to re-roll. And I didn't do much better, but I rolled, uh, oh, with advantage? Yeah, roll it again if you didn't do very well. Yeah, with advantage. I rolled a six. You need to like Look, the uh, finer arts of diplomacy here. <laughs> I appreciate your concern there, young man. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't mean to speak out of turn. I'm, I'm sorry. Sometimes I let my mouth get a little little carried away <laughs> anyways i'm saying if that if there's not going to be anything else so i gotta i gotta get back stocking some shelves in the back room can i get it you guys anything else or oh anything? certainly i would actually like also some uh rations as well um why don't i take three days worth as well oh 12 so as well uh uh, Warren kind of very sheepishly pulls out uh, like a, a small handful of gold coins and says, I don't have any silver on me, but there are a few other things that I was looking for. And so Warren also... Um, Wait, is, asked, is that gold? Oh. <laughs> Haven't seen a lot of them pieces around lately. There's uh, still a few out in the world. Well, what else can I get you, my friend? Please uh, tell well, me. I'd be more than happy to get it for you. 
I need, uh, uh, well, first off, I had suddenly find myself, found myself traveling unexpectedly, and I don't have many of my own possessions, so I'll need also a backpack. Also need um, perhaps an extra change of traveler's clothes. Very well. What are you looking for? Are you looking for some kind of a denim, leather, chaps? Whoa. Uh, chaps are not quite my style. Uh, let, let, let's just go for comfortable traveling leathers. Very well. Um, just pick your size off the wall over there. Uh, tell you what, why don't you go ahead and run up your tab of the stuff you want, and we'll tally it up towards the end. It'd be easier for me to to see how much I need to give you back off of a gold piece. Excellent. It will probably be a couple. Yeah. So um, I'm going to purchase actually two pairs of traveler's clothes because okay. Warren always likes to be prepared. Um, and Never know when an accident the first, happens. <laughs> in case the first pair turned brown. <laughs> right. Bring exactly. me my brown pants. <laughs> the lesser um, ones. Uh, backpack. Um, he will want one of those. Um, let's see. And then the three days of rations. Um, and then let me see here. I think those are going to be the most vital things. He's actually got a couple of hackers that are stashed in his current apparel. Um, Um, so yeah, the backpack, two sets of traveler's clothes, and then I think the rations will probably do them for now. All right. Let's call it, uh, two gold. Sounds good. I give him two gold. What about you, uh, young man, you half-elf individual? Can I, can I do anything for you before your internet gives out? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yes, you please. I'd just like to purchase maybe a couple of these rations. Very well. That'll be uh, 12 silver as well. Anything else, gents? Okay. Yeah, Flint uh, has, wants to pick up a few daggers. He'll pick up three daggers. Okay. Um, he also wants to. By any chance, do you have a crowbar? I noticed you have other materials lying around i didn't quite see one yeah i've got quite the pack over here it's got a crowbar small little hammer it's got some uh drifts in there it's oh, three gold pieces actually, for that pack though we may actually want some climbing gear if we're going to be running around the quarry okay um quarry like to- you say <laughs> it's more like uh, a spring break thing what, what, what are you doing on the quarry <laughs> Uh, oh, can I roll a? What would it be? It's not an insight. It would be. Is like, seems like his demeanor's changed. Yeah, make an insight. Insight. Okay, perfect. That is a nineteen. He definitely seems to be holding uh, some type of information about some of the about what you're. He's taking an interest, especially when the word quarry came up. Um, and he definitely feels apprehensive when you mentioned it. 
Okay, so that's confirmed. Um, I'll uh, definitely pick up the climbing gear, the crowbar, the three daggers, and I mean, if the climbing gear car carries a few of the things I need, then that should cover it. But other than that, um, as we're running the tally for my account, I'll like to ask him, uh, yeah, is there anything else that you would recommend for going out to the quarry? It seems like you've might had a run through at that. <laughs> I'd recommend not going at all. Why do you say that? Uh, you know, I, you, you heard about the, the menace that lives out that way, right? Well, we've heard some stories of it, but we haven't gone down to the full truth. Like, I, I don't like to, to interject myself. I, I got a really good thing going here. You know, I've been in town for a couple of years and I'm just looking to save up enough to get, to keep moving on. But I, I, I don't like to get too in involved with that kind of stuff. You know, I just, well, we would, hey, I'm want, sorry. I didn't mean to say anything, you know, we wouldn't want, you know, your newest uh, clientele to come to any unfortunate mishaps. Uh, you shouldn't look at all the stuff you bought. I mean, it's, yeah. you got two pairs of pants. I agree, but you know what? There's one more thing you could certainly uh, arm us with and it. That would certainly be worth um, a little as well. And, um, uh, Warren will just kind of like lightly rest his hand on his money pouch as he says that. Uh, he says, just information, um, of course, is as much of a commodity as rations and clothes and a backpack. I see. Oh. And what kind of information would you be wanting to persuade me with? Uh, what you feel would be relevant to anyone who was going to the quarry and would be something that you think anyone who would be going to the quarry would be interested in whether or not you actually want to tell it. Well, from my understanding, he looks at the door, looks to the back room, kind of making sure nobody's listening. You know, there's been a few of the townsfolk that have gone missing lately. And uh, rumor has it that the Kabolds took them. Mm. Something says that they're taking a lot of the townsfolk. Now, that's just what I heard. I, Do I don't... you know of anyone who has gone missing, whether or not you know that it is possibly to the personally don't like i said i try to keep to myself and, and run a quiet business here just providing wares for the people that pass through the town and some of the people that live here i try not to get involved well that's understandable but is there a particular individual that you have heard of perhaps if we are going out that way someone we should keep an eye out for there was a couple that disappeared a while back. I heard they were traveling along the road. I don't know the names, but I heard it was a man and a wife. And uh, poor before it, Malik, she, uh, she was out tending to her garden and supposedly she was taken one morning, never seen again. And I did do a little research on that on my own. He looks around and she is missing. 
that is a sad state. And, and you didn't hear that from me. You did, please. Oh, hear it, from, hear it from who? And as I say that, I'll very kind of nonchalantly um, pull out two gold and we'll just kind of uh, like talk, like idly like clink them around in my hands. And then I'll make like I'm looking at something and like absentmindedly like just drop the two gold pieces on like a shelf or a counter or something as I wander around. Well, if uh, you gentlemen don't need anything else, I'll be cleaning up and closing early today. Feeling a little under the weather, you know. All this talking. Oh, of course. If we had questions, I, okay, are we to look for you somewhere? Well, if you need to find me, just look for me here. And hopefully I'm still around in the morrow. But keep Sheriff Ben Hovey out of it, please. I wouldn't want it to get back to the Baroness. Of course. And I look to the others and kind of like quirk an eyebrow, kind of like, uh, does anyone else have any questions now that we paid for information? Uh, <laughs> off in the distance <laughs> um i'll ask uh i'll ask him uh what do you mean uh keep that information from sheriff ben hovey uh yeah you know i i don't want to get into that right now sir we paid you for information we we would uh expect that you would you know, give us what we paid for. There's certain information that I, I don't mind giving. And there's certain information that could put my life in jeopardy. <laughs> it, and I like my life. I like my skin. So please understand and be patient with me. Um, we, we don't have a lot of time. <clears throat> we, we, what are you hoping to do? I mean, you don't have a lot of time for what? You're going to the quarry, right? We are, but but you said something that uh, <clears throat> seems awfully curious. That that there's information you may have that that uh, you don't want the sheriff to know about. It it may be. Uh, I just don't want him knowing that I'm I'm telling you private information about our citizens. We have no interest in speaking to the sheriff about uh, any discussions we have with you or our business here in town. Everything's going to be strictly confidential. Hush, hush. Look, boys, I could be a source of information if you need to from time to time, but I can't, I can't have you loitering around. There's eyes on the street everywhere. Make a perception check. Ooh. Everybody. Everybody? Right. We're just in here purchasing. I mean, yep. we look like any other... Uh... Mm-hmm. You know, person buying from you, so I, I'm not sure why you're um, so timid about it. Uh, I rolled a 13. 13? Warren? 11. Sirkin? 13. 13? Flint? 5. Flint's getting distracted by some, like, shiny something. <laughs> something in the store. Stubby, you and Sirkin notice that there appears to be a figure across the street, across the way from you in the shadow of one of the eaves of one of the buildings. 
but you just can't make out who it is. Okay. Um, Hold on a second also. But Casper does notice him. And he says, look, I, I told you all I could tell you right now. Please, please. Well, if you have to come back to me next session. Perhaps that per, perhaps then when we are done uh, exploring the core, you can join us for a drink. That would be great. Perhaps the gray hands. Perhaps. And with that, we'll see you next session. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us that five-star review. You could also contact the show directly at rollthehard20podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at rollthehard20podcast.com. And be sure to check out the galleries. we got a lot of really interesting stuff posted there. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast. There are ways for you to help out the show and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass full as you roll those hard 20s.